Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Purple Charm Experience Podcast. You know who I am. It's your girl, Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call me my. As always, I have a wonderful show planned for you today. So sit back, relax, and without further delay, let's get into it. What's up, everybody? I'm so glad that you're here with me today. As always, you you know that I love to start the episode with something uplifting and to empower us. And I always like to give you something that's motivational, aspirational, inspirational, not only for you, but also for me, for us to go into the, you know, the rest of the week with positive, you know, vibes. And so With that being said, of course, I'm going to give you my quote of the day. And it comes from Lao Tzu. It states, to the mind that is still, the whole universe surrenders. Now, when I found this particular quote, you know, I had to sit on this one for a second, guys. You know, Um, I wanted to, you know, really mull on this one and think about it because I felt like, You know, this quote was hitting on all cylinders. Like it hit me as soon as I saw it, it just, you know, hit me in a place where I was just like, okay, this is saying something. And so what I want to attempt to do right now, um, you know, because I feel like its depth is incredible. Um, And I think it's easy to get caught up in the surface, in the surface of what, this quote is trying to convey, you know, at face value. And so what I want to attempt to do, if it's okay with you guys, is to speak to what it says to me as, you know, like I normally do, but really speak to what I was thinking when I initially saw and read this quote. You know, I was thinking when I read it that our minds can be the busiest place within us. You know, there's literally all kinds of things going on around us, but our minds is, is, you know, if you really think about it, it's constantly in motion. It's constantly moving at light speeds on, you know, to other topics, other things that is going on. And so, you know, I was thinking, yes, our minds can be the busiest place within us. And that is also the most vulnerable to us, especially when it's idle and it's fiercely unmatched when it's on point with a keen focus. You know, oftentimes we speak of manifesting the desires of our hearts, you know, and attracting positivity into our lives. And that, you know, many of these things is, is predicated on our mindset and how you know, we think about these things. And, and if it is 
you know, to happen, if these things are to happen, you know, if you are to manifest certain things into your life, it begins with our minds, within our minds. And having the ability to control one's mind um, is a powerful thing. It is, you know, it's a powerful skill to be able to sit in silence in one's own mind. You know, I feel like tuning out the noise around you allows you to become one with the universe. And therefore, it hears clearly desires of your heart, the desires of your heart. So to acquire this skill is power. Uh, We all have access to it, I believe. But, you know, so many of us are unwilling to discipline themselves and their minds and their focus so that they can set their intention on the stillness that this quote is speaking to for the universe to surrender. So with that... I feel like, for me, I feel like I am. I feel like I do have this ability to quiet my mind so that I can feel that stillness that is needed for the universe to surrender to me what I desire. And so I hope that, you know, resonates with you. I hope it means something to you. And hopefully um, you feel like you can... You know, you have that skill for stillness as well so that you can have the universe surrender to you. Hope that message hits you in a, in a positive way. Be blessed. Okay. Guys, this is probably one of my favorite parts of the the podcast. You guys know it. You know what time it is. It's time for my sip of the week. And this week, um, because in honor of uh, Rosé Day, which is today, um, I chose a very special rosé from a producer that I just completely love. Um, I love... uh, you know, rosés, you know, specifically for summer. And I've been doing some research on, you know, some really different, really cool and different ones to try in the future. For instance, um, Spumante uh, Sparkling Rosé. I really want to try that soon. Um, But this one, this particular one that I'm going to share with you today is by Wolford States and it's called Summer in a Bottle. It's one of my favorites you know, one of my favorite producers, um, they have beautiful wines and this particular wine comes out of, uh, Long Island, New York is the region that it it comes from. Um, it's alcohol by volume is 12.8%. Um, it has a really kind of pretty, pretty, um, it's pale, but it has like a, a nice, pretty pinkish tint to it. It's gorgeous. Um, of course, it has, you know, light, it's really a, a light wine um, in terms of intensity and smell and taste. Um, light bodied wine. Um, they have some, some tropical notes 
and citrus notes on the palette um for the on the nose and the palette for this one and of course the acidity um is high and uh which makes it really nice you know sipping wines especially during the summertime like on a hot day to me on a hot day I love having those wines that you know when you chill them in the refrigerator um that they just give this really refreshing crisp uh taste and this is one of them it's perfect for entertaining perfect for you know dinner with friends and the bottle is kind of fun it has like these really uh cool um uh floral um images on it and it's probably one of my favorite bottles um of wines um just in terms of like the presentation of what it looks like the bottle itself and like I've kept a couple of them because I just love how they look and um but definitely definitely one of the favorites in the Hamptons um this particular wine um and so if you're entertaining and you know having friends over for like you know a crab boil or um you know, having food on the grill and you're sitting by the pool. Um, definitely one of those wines that you want to have for entertaining with uh, friends and, and guests at your home. And um, definitely have it for summer. Like this is one of those fun um, bottles of wine to have for the summer. This one and and then uh, honorable mention is the the um, the table the table white wine of this particular summer summer in the bottle. So. If you haven't um, tasted it, I highly recommend it. Pick you up a bottle. It's very affordable um, price point. Um, I think they run anywhere from $24, $25, dollars a bottle maybe. And wonderful, wonderful um, price point for this quality of wine. It's a really great quality of wine. So highly recommend it. Happy Rosé Day. And... Um, now that you have your sip, I hope you get ready for what I have for you next. I have a reading and another discussion topic for Ask the Author coming up next. All right, everyone, now that you have your sips for the week. Um, hopefully you're trying the Summer in a Bottle Rosé by Wolford State. If not, um, hopefully you have whatever beverage you like and that it is refreshing for you and that you sit back and relax and listen to the next part of the, the show. So with that said, I have for you, um, Ask the Author segment. And so one of the things that I wanted to do with this particular segment is to, you know, think of, you know, gather some, some questions that are typically asked of authors and, you know, try to answer them from my perspective as an author. And so, um, today's question is what advice would you give to a writer working on their first book? And so when I thought about that, you know, one of the first things that jumped out to me is don't stop writing. If you're a writer or if you're an, you know, aspiring author, please don't stop writing. 
always, you know, find time to jot something down, keep a notebook with you, take notes. And you never know, you may have ideas and, and creative moments that happen when you least expect it. And so it's important to always be, you know, ready and to write. And so I was, um, you know, my, you know, a little bit more of the advice that I would give is that this is the beginning and not the end of your journey. So when you write your first book, you know, when you were working on that first book and you get it completed and you get it published, self-published or published through a traditional publisher, um, this is not the end of your journey. So yeah, you should celebrate that, but you should already be thinking about what's next, you know, what's the next story. And one of the things that I try to do whenever I'm working on um, my stories is like when I finished my first book, I immediately had my second one ready to go, queued up, ready to go. And when I finished the second one, I already was starting to work on the third one, was drafting the third. And when I finished the third, I went straight into the fourth. And so I already have at least three stories that are already on my mind, queued up, and I'm starting to develop even as I'm working on this fourth book. So I'll have at least three more books to come, you know, after this book. And then as I'm working on those books, hopefully there'll be others that will, you know, present themselves to me as ideas as I'm working through those, those other stories. But you know, just because you've written one book does not mean that you stop unless you want to. But if you're really trying to do this work and um, do it for the long haul and really make, you know, a splash with it, then you just you just can't stop. And I tell myself all the time that I want to be prolific. You know, I try to find time and hours in a day when I can write because I really want people to want to read my work. You know, maybe they're not they're not getting it right now because I'm not, you know, some celebrity author that everyone knows. That's okay. But I'm writing stories that people will eventually stumble upon and they may find that they love them. And I may be here and I may not be here when that happens, but at least my work will live on when I'm, you know, whether I'm here or not. And, you know, and I want them not only to read my work, but to love every single piece that I put out, every book, every, you know, article, anything that I write. I want, you know, whoever get a, gets a hold of it, find value in my work. And, you know, and finally, I made a promise, you know, kind of a pat with, with God with myself and to my craft that I will give my gifts and my talent talent because it's more than one I have more than one talent but give these things give these gifts and talents that were given to me you know through my writing and I'll give it my all I, you know my promise is that I will give it my all until my last breath and so you know I hope that if you're an aspiring writer, you know, aspiring author, um, that you, you know, find value in what I'm saying, because, you know, not everyone is willing to share 
um, what what could be if you if you are aspiring to 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 become an author or become a writer you know become a writer and and, and of course an author so I just wanted to share that with you and um, like I said if you're working on your first book good luck and 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 enjoy the ride enjoy the journey because it is a gratifying one and when you share it for the first time um, it's nerve-wracking um, because you're putting your full self on display as you know all of your 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 ideas and your thoughts on uh, Front Street and so it can be a little nerve-wracking but just enjoy it and um, good luck Right, everyone so I hope that you have your sip and that you're good and relaxed and that you're ready for the prince history for this week now we all know that prince's heavenly birthday was yesterday and that we are literally in the throes of celebrating national african-american uh, music month and of course you all know that he's one of my favorite artists of all time. Now I have some, you know, I have a lot of amazing favorite African American musical artists, but of course you guys know Prince is my number one favorite. But with that being said, t- today I wanted I chose a Prince song um that I think we all can agree that is, you know, one of those those songs that's super sexy and you're definitely gonna need it um, <laughs> when I got give you what I got in store for you. So, "Erotic City" is the song, is the Prince song of the week, and this particular song was released as a B-side of the single "Let's Go Crazy," which was the second season, s- second single, excuse me, to be released from Purple Rain um, in early 1985. "Erotic City." was also available as a promotional 12-inch single in the UK only. And so, um, yeah, this particular song, you're going to need this one for what I have for you next. So, if you have the Rider City, turn it on and let's get to it. Today's flash story is entitled Erotic Thoughts. The room filled with sexual heat. The intensity of his body against hers was what Nola craved each and every day. She fixated on his lips and thoughts of feeling his hips worth their magic between her thick thighs filled her mind. She moaned as she felt the slippery natural wetness increase as the intensity began to build. Her breathing became shallow. The tips of her fingers made circular motions that sent the rest of her body into a tailspin. He was her weakness. He was everything she wanted. His warmth, intelligence, and the unsettling dark 
eyes undressed her every day at work. Suddenly, there was a blaring sound of her morning alarm clock. It all came crashing to a screeching halt. Reality began to set in. And Marlon was not hers. And the phone began to ring. It was her friend and co-worker, Paula. She gathered herself together and gussied up the ability to answer the phone. What's up, P? You what? The shock was too much to bear. You've been secretly dating Marlon and you believe he is your soulmate? The phone fell to the floor and Nola responded. Holy fuck. I'm in love with him too. Hi guys, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Purple Charm Experience. I hope you enjoyed it, but in the meantime, in between time, I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website, www.creativecalfrey.com, where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, if you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.